This is a public service announcement brought to you by Famouski Sports. The host of the Ricky Weir's trilogy are not quote football experts or football analysts. The host are fans. Dick Thompson, Moose, and John B. Easy live on the crossroads of fandom and sports. The host of the shows do not have intentions to offend, but it may happen. If you are offended, please stay calm and keep listening to the podcast. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Ricky Williams Trilogy Podcast, hosted by Duke Thompson, John B. Easy Durnell, and Seamus the Moose Anderson. We are Blinded by Fandom. It's the Ricky Williams Trilogy, everybody. One, two, three. We're all present here today. You're listening to John B. Easy Durnell with Duke Thompson and Seamus the Moose Anderson. Folks, we love each other here at the Ricky Williams Trilogy. We're big fans of each other. We're homies. We got crew love here. Now, apparently, there's some beef no love in certain games in the NFL. The Rams played the New York Giants, everybody. And there was some off-the-field stuff that was very much handled on the field. <laughs> Ramsey and Tate. Folks, if you don't know, there's some stuff that's happening in which Mr. Ramsey apparently knocked up Golden Tate's sister. Twice. Twice. And left Twice. her for a stripper. Now, not only did he do that, but he embarrassed him on the field by basically body slamming him on a, like a half yard play. It was, it, was a sen- <laughs> it was a sensational display of firepower. It was. It was. So after the game was done, words were definitely exchanged to the point where an all out brawl was happening out on the field now it was it was ugly in every way they were trying to restrain them men were all over the place bodies were flying it was ugly there will probably be fines i haven't heard of any fines yet but there's no way that they can't find them but i sure hope they don't suspend them because i mean this is honestly a brother who's having to defend his sister's honor you know i'm sure he was not happy with the way things went down i just i you hate to see it but it's very interesting to see it because you're like, why? You can't just be fighting someone because you got slammed like that. But it was more than that. There was some other issues. Now, Duke, you have a sister. Moose, I know you do too. If some man left your sister with children for a stripper, you would behave the same way. I know I would. <laughs> I, we were watching this footage uh, over and over again as John was giving that beautiful monologue about the trashiness of the situation. It's unbelievable, man. And two, this is a brawl, y'all. You know, this ain't no like just slapping each other around like, oh yeah, ha ha ha. No, man. They're like, like, like one dude is on the ground getting stomped on 
As yeah, yeah. There's definitely some kicking and and feet and feel like some racial slurs might have been dropped there too. Oh, well, <laughs> I can't read the lips perfectly, but I'm sure some were said. Yeah. Um. First of all, that was that was Jalen Ramsey and Golden Tate in the middle of that circle. Um. They had gone. They had met at the 50 yard line right after the game, directly as soon as it ended. And apparently they both threw punches at the same time. Now, were their helmets on? I'm assuming so. So you may have a broken knuckle or two. I mean, this was too personal of a thing with a sister, dude. Like, Well, Golden Tate, I, so last summer is when Jalen Ramsey left his uh, sister, Brianna, Brianna Tate, um, while she was pregnant. Um, Ramsey is the father of two of Tate's nieces, and – after he broke up with her in the summer, I think it was August, he posted a picture with his new, we'll say professional dancer girlfriend in, in Vegas um, that October. Um, I know somebody contacted and, you know, no, tweet, tweeted uh, Golden Tate at one point and said, you know, Showtime's going to have something, something to say about this. And, you know, Golden Tate immediately responded and just said, uh, yeah, he knows he's going to have to answer. Or he he knows he's gonna have to see me, so it happened, man. I gotta say that hit on him. Oh, like textbooks nine. Oh, very nice, very nice hit. I mean, it was clean and well executed. It was super clean. That is just a perfect tackle. That's a that's a Madden hit stick right there. <laughs> that was a Madden hit stick. <laughs> that was unbelievable. I love it though, man. Uh, I don't like the whole drama around it i mean that's crazy well i i understand that i don't know if this is true but i hear there was other uh drama where ramsey i believe was waiting for golden tate outside of the locker room yes i don't i i don't know i don't know if that was confirmed no that's also that's also true that is also true okay so i i did hear that rumor early on and that's amazing uh that there was still going to be some more action even afterwards like ramsey's like i didn't have enough uh I'm, yeah which is which is wild like the audacity that man has like he's supposed to be this new changed man all he believes in is god he's always tweeting some some psalm or some hymn out of the bible it's like he's not fooling me dude that man is not fooling me he was on the phone they said for up to like 20 minutes just pacing the sideline after that brawl and then went to the locker room to find tate who do you think he was on the phone with man who do you think? Well, I mean, probably not his pastor. <laughs> probably not. Was he on the phone? Was he calling God? I'll defend Ramsey here, okay? Because oh. Ramsey did grow up in the streets of Brentwood, Tennessee, in Nashville, okay? The guy still lives there. He is born, bred there. He fucking was a Tennessee Titan fan growing up. So about buzzing with the boys. If you watch that interview, he talks about like getting personal with people all the time, man. I just can't believe that it, it crossed over to that kind of violence, man. One thing to be talking jib and jabbing, you know, like all that stuff. Man, do you cross a whole other thing when you're waiting outside a man's locker room like that? That is some southern trashy shit, right? <laughs> that people do all the time it's like oh man i gotta make this but like dude you make how much fucking money dude like just let it go okay because you know at the end of the day there's gonna be fucking lawyers involved and all crazy ass shit. trust me 
if the if the brawl entered into the locker room, there definitely would have been some lawyers involved. <laughs> so it'd be oh, like, yeah. I make too much money for this kind of shenanigans. <laughs> I mean, I just don't. Yeah, there's gonna be some suspensions for sure. I mean, how many guys? See, here's the thing. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't know if they can suspend them, knowing what they know. You know, it's a, that's a weird thing to be suspending people because they had a personal thing that you can't do it on the field. Like I know, man. But I mean, but the situation is murky. Of <laughs> uh, hands were thrown, my friend. I know, dude. I know. I'm not saying that things should not have been done. At least a game for each of them. No, it's not going to happen. We would have gotten it already. I think. I, I really do. I think we. I think it would have came out already. I think they're just trying to find a, a reasonably high fine, that's not going to cripple either of them. But thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, may, they might even get them forty because they because they basically started a brawl. Uh- <laughs> oh no, not they. I mean, they did, and I saw four four five on the, on uh, yeah. On the on the Giants was definitely kick, throwing some kicks down there. Right, right, right. So he's definitely going to get a little time himself. So I mean, the danger of the situation too. I mean, like this is a real people get stomped, you know. And this is emotions, man. This is raw emotions. Everybody's involved, and it's just nuts, man. I haven't seen it that bad probably since uh, the Malice in the Palace, man. Right. I mean, I've seen some pushing around and maybe some, you know, like a little, you know, a little squirmish maybe, but nothing that turns into a full-on brawl after the game, you know. Not Actually, I think the last time I saw something like that was like when Blunt punched that dude out in college. Like, like right after, like that's the last time I think I saw like a violent brawl after a football hey, game. Well, yeah, football, but the greatest one was Malice in the Palace. No, I'm not saying that there hasn't been other brawls. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, football brawls. It is one of my favorite childhood memories of seeing a grown man get his ass kicked because he disrespected a fucking athlete, finally. You know, <laughs> you, know you threw a fucking beer at the man. What do you fucking right? going to happen? You know, he's going to say hello. Hey, his name is Meta World Peace now, so, you know, he's a different man. And I'm, I'm happy for him, man. But, dude, like, his eyes and the story that Reggie Miller talks about how he just went up there and was just gonna beat that man. It's just that was awesome. Oh yeah, he was like you can like when you go back and watch that footage, like the, he went up there with a purpose, and like you could tell he was going he was going to get this man. And I can't believe that man didn't go and run and get security or something. Like what what was on that man's mind when this was like you 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 threw the beer at him, you see him coming at you, and you don't run. To, I mean, I guess you. He had to be a man, I guess. <laughs> Shout out to the Bruins player before our time, because we weren't alive at the time, when he went into the stands and almost killed a fan with a skate. That is Terry O'Reilly. I've actually met him. Yes, I've met that man. I at least knew who that was. I was like, I have, I know. That's like one of the few hockey players I know by name. Wait, wait, wait. The guy that beat the man with his own shoe? No, no, no. When he went up there with the skate. Oh, when he okay, because because Mike Milbury beat the guy with his own shoe. Terry O'Reilly just went into the fans and beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah, but he I never think, he never used the old he never used the the man's own shoe. That's yeah, that's like a that's getting he, spat on. Yeah, he threatened the man with the skate, I believe. Yes, yeah, so I thought he came in and was like way with a skate or something. No, no, that was Mike Milbury, and that was the man's own shoe. So in oh, case okay. you've ever been spat on, that's pretty much what it feels like. Uh, <laughs> wow. I just like to see justice done sometimes when somebody Dude, actually... I like to see justice. justice. Oh, oh, my God. God. oh, man. I say some 
heavy fines are coming if they ain't suspending them yet, but you're right. Right. Yeah, I think I think it's just going to be some heavy fines. But uh, there was some justice that was finally done on Monday night. The Patriots were finally beat again. But this time it felt not as good because they weren't at full strength. There was a positive COVID test for Cam Newton. Now, once this came out, we weren't sure if this was going to turn into another Titans-Steelers situation where the game was just going to be completely canceled and we were going to be out two games for the weekend. Somehow they were able to scramble together, even with the Chiefs having a positive test on their side as well. Surprisingly, it was a backup quarterback who simulated Cam Newton for the Chiefs in practice. So not only did Cam Newton test positive, but so did his doppelganger. But apparently no one else did on either team, so they were able to reschedule the game and have it for Monday because the COVID disease was gone by then. Uh, <laughs> basically, the, the game happened on Monday without Cam Newton. The Patriots slowed the game down quite a bit with the probably help of the referees, and they did that to the point where they almost were able to win this game maybe, but they still weren't able to get it done. Patrick had a little bit of you know late game. Uh, goldenness, and also I think a referee had him on his fantasy team. But that's uh, for another topic we'll get to a little later. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Well, no, no, no. I mean, first, I guess we got to talk about the COVID stuff, though, guys. So, like, uh, once you first heard this, I know, Duke, you were reeling from your team having some positive tests. Did you think this was all about to fall apart when you when you read the news of Cam Newton? Well, I mean, uh, we did lose a lot of people this week. We got a uh, big Jeff. He's out with COVID on the list and the whole rules of two. You got to test two back-to-back negative. So it spread quickly. It seemed like we got defensive coach, a bunch of other players, kind of like second stringer guys. But I was a little worried, yeah, because I mean, we don't truly fully understand this disease yet. And, I mean, it appears to spread quickly. You said baby protocols were uh broken but i know the patriots took a extra plane to kansas city for people who have been in contact with cam and people who wasn't in contact with cam i mean i was maybe that stopped it i don't know maybe it's just by luck but yeah it's just weird that they went ahead and played but i'm glad they did you know i'm sad to see the patriots lose like that because of the refs helping out kansas city so much Man, I was honestly not going to mention the refs today. But I'll mention them for you, boo. <laughs> we can mention the refs. Hell, I mentioned the refs. I and I and I'm the Chiefs fan, and we won. But I still saw some shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just. I don't want to be. I don't want to be that guy, man. Like, listen, we weren't going to win that game whether the refs had a bad game or not. Like, Hoyer is poop. He should never start another NFL game. I said right. this before the game. This is exactly what I tweeted out, and somebody called me crazy for it. I said. Now, the second part was probably crazy. Let me get to the first part first. So, because <laughs> the second part, you're going to be like, yeah, you are an idiot. And, and I am, but it's fine. Um, I thought Hoyer would be taken out by halftime. That was my prediction. I said that. Because why? The last 10 games he started for multiple NFL teams, he's been taken out of the game. The last 10 starts. And guess what? He's never started for the Patriots. People seem to forget that. Right. So I thought Jared Stidham would come waltzing in, have all this type of confidence, especially what was the score at half? Was it six, three? Yeah. 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 
Could you imagine? St- Should have been six six, honestly. Yeah. Well, arguably, but yeah. I mean, like you could. He could have brought that kid in and said, "You know what? Odds are, we're not gonna fucking win this game, anyways." Because you know, Patrick Mahomes isn't gonna slow down any more than he had the first half. He's obviously gonna come out firing. And so, right. why not put the kid out there immediately? Let him sling the ball. Edelman looked horrible. He could not catch a ball yesterday. Demir Bird had ten targets, yeah, and he was catching left and right. With Edelman, is the is he sick? I don't know, man. He's just constantly questionable when when it comes to the injury report. But but no, he could, he couldn't catch a ball though. Like, is he really like that injured? Like he had no. Well, timeout. He had one of his best seasons ever last year. He also had the most drops in the NFL. Nobody knows that, and Pats fans don't talk about it. Well, so listen, it's bad mouth and he's white. Right. Yeah. Right. He said, right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that's not at all where I thought you were going with it, but I was just going to shove it I back mean, in your face. Hey, but I mean, it's Boston. You know. I think the Patriots did a damn good job under the circumstances. Oh, they definitely did. They slowed down the game. A blueprint for other teams ahead. So we'll see how Andy Reid adjusts and let Mahomes do this. I mean, the defense looked good, man. Chase Winovich looks good. Calhoun looks good. Dietrich Wise looks good. We don't look bad on defense, regardless of all the people we lost. But I'll tell you what, man, that like we need Cam Newton in there. And I don't think I, I personally, I'm not a COVID naysayer. I've been safe. I've been cautious this entire time. Always wear my mask. I've never given, given grief about it. Always wash my hands. I don't think Cam Newton has COVID. I think he has a shoulder injury. And listen, you, you can argue all you want, but he was around multiple people while he was probably positive with COVID. So did they take the right? This is my question. And I wanted to ask be easy about this because we were all freaking out that the Titans were going to ruin our year. Oh, I, got, I got so much hate for be easy that day. <laughs> I know it was I wild. Was, I, I couldn't respond. I could not respond to you guys. I was nervous. Dude, you just coming at me like that, dude. Like, <laughs> because I, because again, I feel like, again, I feel sometimes these players do get a little cavalier and believe that, you know, like once they're all around each other, everything's fine. It's like, yeah, they're invincible. Way. Yeah. They're rich millionaires that play a sport for a living. Yeah. They're, they're absolutely enabled most of them. But listen, my, my question to you, be easy, because I'm curious. Because you can tell me I'm wrong about Cam not having COVID. I will fully accept you telling me I'm a conspiracist, idiot, QAnon, loving mother effer. But do you think it was just due diligence and the Patriot locker room following all protocols, like wearing masks and staying six feet away from each other compared to where the Titans probably weren't at some point here or there, or do you think like do you think it's just that, or do you think like it's it's definitely a fact that Cam Newton like didn't have COVID? Like, what what do you think is more realistic? I mean, honestly, what I think is more realistic is that there's probably a little bit more strictness in the Patriot organization. Uh, you've heard it from players who have left that organization. They have talked about you know if you do not do what Bill wants, you do not get you know, what you, what you want, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he makes your life pretty much hell there. So I feel like he kind of runs that place with an iron fist and he has the rings to prove it because his hand is very weighted down. So because of that, I mean, he can't really do any wrong. And I think he kind of, again, runs that place so strictly that I think everybody is wearing a mask and probably covering themselves in hand sanitizer every five minutes 
or he like looks at them funny and is like, you're not going to get any more playing time. You know, like I really feel like Bill is running that kind of strictness around there and they probably follow that because they believe in the system. I want to bring a counterpoint to that. We know Bill Belichick's history when it comes to injuries. Okay. He doesn't like talking about injuries. They actually had to change the rules because of Bill Belichick a few years ago because of the injury report. <laughs> I'm just saying the man loves to push the rules as far as he can. And he has done this in the past. Like we said, Edelman's been on the injury report list for like the last, what, four years? Five? Yeah, at least, at least, like my entire lifetime. Questionable, he's questionable. And they had to change that because of this man. I don't put it past the man to just let Cam sit because of so shoulder injury. Right. But my thing is, if that's really the case, then why are you bringing in Hoyer? Like, because be, because Stidham played like shit in camp, dude. He played. He lost the number two always battle. Always plays like shit. No, no, no. But he but he lost that number two battle. Like, and he had he had a really bad hip injury. Like, I'm pretty sure it was a hip flexor Ooh, because he was he was hurt for a while. So I didn't even think we were gonna see him. In fact, the Pats brought in Jake Delegala or Dalagala or. Delegala, I don't what know how to hell? say his name, but he's a former Bengals quarterback. I never even heard of the guy. Oh, I, and think I know who you're talking about. They were like, "Yeah, we're packing an extra suitcase for this asshole too, in case our two quarterbacks suck so bad. We got to throw this no name in here." So, Damn. I mean, listen, it was a recipe for disaster from the start, and I think Bill may have known that, dude. We weren't beating the Chiefs. I'm sorry, even with Cam Newton, like we would have had a better chance, but oh, you would have had a much better chance because again. You were going to slow down the tempo of the game, which you did. You were going to give your defense a chance to possibly help you win the game, which they kind of did. They, they, they were given opportunities, and they did, they did the best probably anyone's done against Patrick and the Chiefs thus far this year, uh, you know, besides maybe the Chargers for like a quarter. They okay, did. that was they, like – that was because he was coming <laughs> off a hangover or something. I don't know, man, because I was like, man, what's he doing? It's like – because he's usually more consistent than that, or he'll just usually just suck it out. Right, right. But uh, but yeah, again, dude, the Pats played a good game, and I again with the hoopla and the nonsense of possible COVID, you know, and probably being tested and all that other stuff along with it probably didn't really help them focus for the game. But for that, you know, they still came out and put something up there, a uh, pretty good game, as far as I was concerned. So you know, everything kind of eventually fell apart because you know Hoyer can't really move an offense he's now, terrible dude he's so bad oh ooh. no he didn't he dude all right so hang him up and coach then if he's that if he's that much more important dude hang him up and coach man well, okay okay it was good. it's just one game calm down okay. all right, listen all right. i'm not that mad but like people actually thought we were gonna win that game. like pats can't pats fans are so stupid dude like how do you think Whoa, we're going to walk? Dude, I know, but we're insufferable. I finally understand what you guys have been saying all these years. Don't <laughs> defend them now. Don't defend Don't defend my guys now. Tom's gone. Yeah, it's the Bills team now, man. We can't we can't keep crying about it, man. You know what? If 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 it That's for Patriot fans out there who because the moose is right, dude. Hey, if he gets it, dude, I understand, Moose. Let's talk about it, dude, because, yeah, we hate you guys forever. Now I'm starting to hate the Chiefs because of that bullcrap little fucking fumble that should have been an interception, but no. Oh, yes, yes. Again, I'm sorry that the referee had Patrick Mahomes on his fantasy team, and he Patrick oh. wasn't putting up very good numbers at that point. 
And he was like, well, I can't have a fumble on there, too. I just don't like to see teams get screwed like that. And, like, you still got a damn good coach, man. And Cam Newton, I believe in him, man. I mean, you guys could be competing for a playoff spot. It's not like you guys are just total trash now. You know the Texans not No, I, I understand that. But, listen, if, if Cam doesn't play, we don't make the playoffs. And that's what I was worried about from the start. Cam, Cam has had injuries in the past. He's had that. And, and listen, I still bought the dude's jersey the minute we signed him. I was excited for it. But he needs to be here, and he needs to be on the field. Now, if he got COVID, man, probably nothing he could do for that. Like, I feel bad for the guy. I hope he's healthy. I hope he's feeling all right. I hope he comes back soon. And, and I'm not mad at him. I'm not even mad at the Patriots. I'm mad at the fact that the fans think we could, still could have pulled out that win. Now, did I think if Stidham had played the second half, we probably would have had a better chance. Yeah, but when Edelman's got freaking peanut butter smothered all over his gloves and, and he goes, it goes directly to a, a D-back that takes it I to got, the house, man. I think if he used crunchy peanut butter, it might help. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but again, they didn't do it with their backup quarterback is what we're trying to say. Sometimes there's a reason someone's a second-string quarterback, dude. Nick Foles is way better than Brian Hoyer. Yeah, <laughs> like, and Nick Foles is pretty much a star. Nick Foles is this weird guy that rides the line between greatness and poverty. I don't understand. Like one day he's amazing. The next day he looks like he doesn't know what a football is, but like I, we call I, him big Nick Nick. Cause we don't know if it, whether he's got an eggplant in his pants or he's just an asshole. We don't know. Nobody <laughs> actually knows, like, but listen, this is all yeah. I'm going to say, Duke, uh, to answer your question, do go into every Sunday, believing we will win because I'm a fan. I'm a fan first, but when it's halfway through the game, but when it's half, half, yes, thank you. When it, when it's halfway through the game and Brian Hoyer looks like a duck that lost its webbed footing, like, yeah, I don't have much hope there, man. Like, listen, listen, As the realistic nature of this, this season is that we need Cam Newton to go to the playoffs. The bills are too fucking good. We're not going to win this division at this point. Yeah. The bills look really nice. And bills the are pets, good, man. Pets do need Cam if they're going to get anything done. That's all. That's all. Texans finally let Bill O'Brien go this week. Oh, we didn't, we're not getting there yet. Jesus, dude. Look at you getting all excited about stuff. We're talking about your team and their COVID situation. And you just you wanted to grin ear to ear. You're like, yeah, but our division just got rid of some trash. <laughs> while, you're, while we're on that subject, though, man, like this just seems out of place for the Texans organization because they have let him really just go through the mud for probably five or some odd years now, just turning his little one and three starts into somehow an eight and eight, maybe getting the playoffs nine and seven, somehow just getting in there. But when they spent a bunch of money on Watson, now they mad. Like what's going on here? Fired immediately after naming himself as play caller for the team. They named him play caller. Yeah. Yeah. They named him the play caller this weekend. Listen, I think, I think it had to do with this and then Duke, yeah, it's your division. So I'll let you, I'll let you finish it off with a rant because I know, I know you're good at that. My only thing is, first of all, I tweeted that morning. I tweeted that morning. How does this effing aol still have a job? He traded the, the best wide receiver that team's ever had arguably the best wide receiver in the league for David Johnson in a second round pick. Do you guys know what he used that second round pick for this year? He used it for a fucking nose tackle, a nose tackle. You traded 
the best wide receiver in the league for a nose tackle that's not even playing for you right now. Do you know how many wide receivers were in the draft this year that were draftable there? Claypool could have gotten the running back in J.K. Dobbins. Could have gotten a, a ton of guys, dude. He had a ton of options, and he blew it. Okay? That's a culmination of years of blowing, like, Ooh. everything. So oh. we've been waiting for this day. <laughs> Listen, I've ne- I even said this to my wife because she was like, you know, I saw I saw to feel bad for the guy. Yeah, like he lost his job. That sucks. Feel I understand. Bad for him. But oh, but here's whatever. the deal because he's still a man. He's got a family. But listen, and I almost think the Texans. I, mean, I get it, but he's been kind of right. Horrible, horrible. Yeah, but he's been writing that I should have been fired line for like three yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, he has. And you know what? <laughs> I think the Texans did a disservice in not firing him earlier because he could get a job. He could have gotten a job years ago. You know where he might end up if Josh McDaniels leaves. Could end up with the Patriots, and I'm not excited for that. So that man needs to get put. Yeah, yeah. That man needs to get put in a seat quick because I am not having any well, of trust that. Trust me, that's not going to be the only team that's going to be firing somebody this year. Oh, that's um, true. Falcons and Lions <laughs> are next. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of teams that have probably got people on the chopping block. But two teams that probably don't are the Patriots, not the Patriots, the Pittsburgh Steelers, as well as the Tennessee Titans. Two teams that were not allowed to play this week. I didn't say you weren't. I didn't say you weren't. You're a playoff contender. That's the kindest words you said to me in the past few years of doing this podcast. Playoff contender. <laughs> give, give that man a round of applause for being so nice. Oh. Look at him. Look at how nice he is. Look, look at us. Who would have thought? Hey, I'm, I'm out here trying to speak honesty. You know, I, gotta, I'm tr- I try to be the rash one in the group, you know. Now, the team is a playoff contender and will still continue to be so because they did not have to forfeit the game. That You know, the league would have been a dick if they did something like that. They were able to work out some sort of bye week situation and reschedule and so that they will be playing a game later in the season. But this means they will have to be playing every week for the rest of the season. They might get tired near the end. And if they have to go into the wild card spot, which might happen because these oh, Colts oh, yeah, seem yeah. to um, want to be playing football this year. Well, wait, hey, 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 we'll get into that. We'll get into your, your, your beefs about that. But how do you feel about the team bouncing back from COVID positive tests? And, you know, you will be out at least one or two players, most likely. How do you feel going from here on out, Duke? We got the Bills this week. Um, we got Big Jeff out, Jeffrey Simmons, the best, one of the best defensive ends in the future of prospects. Um, I'm a little scared right now because I know the Bills are good. Uh, they're healthy. They've been practicing. We've had a week off. It's been a, I know how uh, football players are, have to have a schedule. Every week is the same. Like the bye weeks are the same. They go through this every year. The veterans that, you know, it's, it's, it's schedule how Belichick does things. I'm a little worried, man. Um, it's going to be a tough game this week if we do play against the Bills. It's at home. But if we can get a few guys back, AJ off of IR and Adoy off of IR, we might have a chance. I do believe we can. But we may not be getting much pressure on Josh Allen, and that scares me. If we can't get no pressure on that kid and just let him throw to Stefan Diggs all day, it's going to be a long day. I mean, we again, we hope that there are no more positive tests from here on out because, you know, we want the season to continue, definitely. Uh, no 
no matter what uh, is the case, you know, with our team's records, you know, some of us have better hey, records for our teams than others. But he has one point. Famous or anything? Yeah. You're, so, you're such a you're such a piece of shit. You know that? A trash bag. Oh, you know I oughta. You're lucky you live in L.A., dude. Because I yeah, I come get come you. On. I come get. I'm like a spy. I'm like a spider monkey, man. Come I, on, man. Your team has barely had hardship. All right. Look, at least as far as you as you know. Uh, but 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 how do you feel? Uh, you know, with the the future of you know the Steelers, who are also kind of in the same boat as the Titans as far as going, you know, week after week because of this unscheduled bye. And also, you know, how do you feel about the Titans going on after this COVID uh, outbreak? Okay, so you're asking me? Oh, yes, Moose. Okay, okay, sorry. No, it's fine. Um, uh, How do I feel? How do I feel? I'm nervous, man. Th- this is going to happen again, I think. I think – uh another breakout will happen, but this may be the worst one that we see. And that's actually not a bad thing. I think the league probably needed a scare before we had five teams that were all sick with COVID. Um, The Titans were just the scapegoat and, you know, we'll remember them for that. Um, But I'll remember them for saving football because honestly, I I don't remember the Titans, right? Exactly. Oh, oh, you are on fire tonight. (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) no, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, I think this would have happened again, and I think it would have happened way harder than it will now. Um, like I know that, like I said, the Titans are the scapegoat. They're the ones that screwed it. Um, they screwed the pooch, so to speak. Um, but but I don't think it's going to happen as bad, man. Like you got to think about all the precautions they're going to be taking now compared to when you know before anybody got it, before a, a whole team got it, nearly. Uh, not nearly, but you guys, you, you understand what I'm saying. Um, yeah, yeah. I just think I think it, they're going to be more cautious now, and I think it's a good thing. Um, so, yeah. All right, everybody. We've got John B. Easy's top five. This top five, the top five surprises in the NFL from this past week, everybody. Top five surprises. Number five on my list. The Packers win by throwing touchdowns to an unknown quarterback, or excuse me, tight end from a known quarterback, excuse me. Aaron Rodgers decided to throw three touchdown passes to someone that no one had on any fantasy team anywhere. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers, for that. Everyone was upset with you for it. Number four, though, big surprise here, not really that Bill O'Brien finally got fired, but it's because the Vikings finally got their first victory in week four. Who would have thought it would have taken till week four for the Vikings (laughs) to have their very first victory? Man. Number three, the Eagles win. What, folks? The Eagles somehow put together a victory when they really should have lost in every way possible. Uh, But... Somehow, by the grace of the football gods, the Eagles pulled off an amazing one, uh, thanks to their defense. And despite whatever Carson Wentz does out there, I think they consider it football, but whatever. Uh, Number two surprising one here, Tom Brady had to be in a shootout with a rookie. That's right, everybody. Tom Brady was going against the 
Los Angeles Chargers. As a matter of fact, it looked like they were going to lose in every way, shape, form, or fashion until a late fumble. And the Chargers, being the Chargers, fumbled right before the end of the second half or end of the first half, gave the ball up, allowed an easy touchdown for Mr. Tom Brady, and then beautiful momentum for the Buccaneers. And they came back and somehow won this surprisingly should not have happened but again Tom Brady was in a shootout with a rookie quarterback and he barely won and then the number one surprising thing from this past week may have been the Landry to Beckham Jr. touchdown but I think it's the Browns all together beating the Dallas Cowboys and going three and one to start the season Baker Mayfield might be finally getting it done, and he might become the mascot again for the Ricky Williams trilogy. <laughs> That's my top five, everyone. That's my top five. Can't hear Duke, so I'm going to go ahead. Um, yeah, uh, what a surprise, but I'll, I'll pick the Browns as, as something to recap real quick. Uh, right. What a surprise. This is the offense we've finally been waiting for. Um, I'm glad I told, you know, a couple of people to play OBJ. A lot of people were worried about him in fantasy. Mm. The, that, this was the game they were going to blow off, and I'm glad they did. And, you know, I got my Baker, my Baker jersey hanging up behind me, man. It's, uh, it's good to be a Browns fan out there, I guess. Yeah, it is. It is good to be a Browns fan at this point in time, definitely. Uh, this has been – probably before I was born the last time the Browns were doing this well this far into the season. Uh, their schedule right now, I would say, looks pretty good for them. Uh, as far as them, I mean, they might still miss the postseason just because the Browns being the Browns, but, like, it really looks like they should have a chance. Like, of course, they're going to lose to the Steelers, most likely. But, you know, like uh, other games besides that, dude, I mean, I think they're going to get the Bengals, even though the Bengals are now feeling a little better about themselves. I still don't think they're going to be able to get it done. Uh, they got the Texans and the Eagles, which should be easy games because we know those teams are trash. I mean, like. I, yeah, I like still... the Colts defense is going to give them an issue. The Steelers defense will give them an issue. But it's smooth sailing for a while until they play the Titans, man. Like I mean, five five weeks of like games they should in you know should be able to win. Right? Do they got the Giants and the Jets back to back? I didn't even see that. I mean, my goodness, they have two gimme games right in a row. You know? Yeah, and <laughs> yes. and you know what, dude? If they play, listen, Nick Chubb's out four to six. He's gonna right. be out for a while, man. So Kareem Hunt's a top 10 RB. Like, in my opinion, he's, st he's still at the three-down back. He is a classic three-down back. He will get the job done. That kid, De Ernest Johnson, came out of absolutely nowhere right. um, and, and had a fantastic game. Y you know what? Like, I think, I think you know I had the Browns fever last year. I had it. Ooh, I was there. I was, I, was, I was alive for it. And y'all <laughs> told me I was an idiot. And you know yeah. what? You were right. But maybe, right. And, and I didn't have it this year, and I haven't. But well, maybe now it's thing, time dude. to believe it. Here, here's the thing. I can believe it now because the, the main problem was that coaching. Okay? They had everything in place to be a good team last year. They just had some nitwit with sauce stains on the shirt coaching the team. And it's just like, that's not like who said okay to that, you know? And 
then they made that change, and now they look like a reasonable football team. Granted, they're going to get some bumps and bruises along the way. The question is, how are they going to bounce back from those bumps and bruises? And so far, they're doing well. I mean, they started off the season terrible against the Ravens, but we all kind of expected yeah. that. And, and you know what? The Ravens might have even been a little overhyped in that game compared to how they've been playing. I mean, I right. think about it. Like, the Ravens haven't looked fantastic. I mean, Dwayne Haskins put over 300 on him. That's not good. That's not – with Terry you McLaurin? Know, you're, you're not lying. Like, that's not good. So So do I think that the Browns could take a win away from – you know, either the Ravens or the Steelers in the rest of the year. Yeah, I think they could win one of those tough games. I don't know if they can get a tough one against the Steelers. That's like you think you so you think the Steelers because in my opinion, it's between the Browns, the Steelers and the Ravens for for the race to the end of the year. Right. Like, yeah. And I think the Browns are going to still brown it up a little bit like they're going to make. I think they're going to make the postseason for the first time in a long time. But I still don't think they're going to win the division. Um, Now, do you? Three teams in this division could go to the playoffs. Uh, realistically, only like. Uh, well, isn't there isn't there an extra I mean, playoff team on each? I mean, conference. Yeah, now? I was like, realistically, I feel like the Ravens might fall out because of really the, well because of what you're saying with their defense, and I think it's becoming a problem, and I think people are starting to figure out Lamar a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, listen, I thought it was a possibility, but I don't think I would have called it. Are you are you like calling Steelers Browns playoffs? Steelers win the division? If if we're gonna have to go with a team looking good right now, the Browns are looking better than the Ravens, and the Steelers don't look bad in really any way besides the fact that like Big Ben is old. Like, you know, well, he got like, a week off this week, so he's probably exactly. thanking God to be honest. Yeah. So he's he's probably gonna be fresh as a fiddle. Uh, here for at least a couple of weeks. Yeah, he's got a long way to go. It's a long way to go. It's a tough division to play in. And listen, I'm just going to say this too. I mean, I know the Bengals are just going to be the Bengals this year, but Joe Burrow's no slouch. Just got his first win. That team looks pretty good, but they're not going to make – I mean, they're, I'm not saying they're going to take a shot. We're but about, I'm just we're about done with you trying to say that the Bengals have a chance at the playoffs. So anyway, no, they, de- they definitely <laughs> do not. No, they definitely, they definitely um, do not. No. But um, it, sound, it sounded like you were trying to. Get no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just saying this division is. This whole division is pretty good right um, now. Like the Bengals are still bad. So we're gonna. It's a good time for us to go to break here before <laughs> the moose says something that he'll just never regret. So thank you for listening to the Ricky Williams trilogy. We'll be back here in just a few. Gambling. Now there's a solution. Listen to John B. Easy and Duke Thompson on Money Mouth, a sports podcast where the hosts put their money where their mouth is. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to the Ricky Williams Trilogy. My name is Seamus the Moose Anderson here with Duke Thompson and as always John B. Easy Jarnell. It is time for your Fumble Rooski weekly sports news update. After seven years, a 52-48 and record in the regular season and a 2-4 and record in the playoffs, the future AFC South Division champion Houston Texans have finally fired Bill O'Brien. The interim head coach is Romeo Cornell. Fun fact, the Texans are 0-4 and have the NFL's highest payroll this year at $248 million. Oh, how much fun it must be 
to pay a lot and not be good. Chargers running back Austin Eckler is expected to be sidelined four to six weeks with a hamstring injury and a hyper-extended knee. He's now seeking a second opinion, as I'm assuming he did not like the first one. While on his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show, Aaron Rodgers said in response to a question related to dealing with pressure, I sometimes laugh when people talk about down years for me because a lot of, a lot of times down years for me are career years for most quarterbacks. I hate the man that said it, but it's gold. Lastly, Tom Brady is now the QB with the most all-time regular season wins. Via Twitter, Tom says he's so grateful to the players, coaches, and organizations that made this possible. So to clear that up, on behalf of Tom Brady, I would like to personally thank all of the players in the multiple top 10 New England defenses he had, the greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick, and to the Dolphins, Bills, and Jets organizations for sucking long enough for Tom Brady to obtain 219 of those 222 wins in not a Tampa Bay jersey, but while in Gillette wearing the red, white, and blue. Thank you to them. And your random fandom football fact of the day. Jackie Robinson is well-known for being the black athlete to break the color barrier in 1945 when he played in the major leagues. However, Charles Fallis, a.k.a. the Black Cyclone, as he was known, probably because he was the first professional football player to play in an organized league in 1904. He played for the Shelby Blues of the Ohio League. And uh, just a side note, for all you hockey fans out there, Quentin Byfield was taken number two tonight. He is an African-American, and he is the highest drafted African-American in NHL history. Congratulations to him. And that is the news. Well, you know, what I took from that is Tom Brady thanking the organizations that made it possible. <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like that was his slam on all the teams that he beat. He's like, I, thank you, all you organizations. I thought so, too. It's like, y'all suck so bad I was able to get this because the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins have been bad, and the Bills have only become good recently, and the Jets had a tiny spurt with Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> I thought it was a good synopsis by me. I think I really cleared that up. I think you did. Yeah, I mean, he Sanchez has done a lot of things. He's been out there, and he's only going to be known for his butt fumble, but it's a shame. Wow. All right. And probably the investigation had something to do with it, too. And the investigations. And then later to find out USC was so damn corrupt, people were, like, forging the fact that they were even on sports teams. It was craziness, but... Anyway, that's not really for us to talk about right now here on the Ricky Williams Trilogy. What we need to talk about are the scores, folks. We had week four just happen. Some teams won that we expected. Some teams won that we did not expect. And uh, it's time for us to find out what happened from Seamus the Moose Anderson. 
Yeah, um, another tough week. We definitely all took some tough losses out there. Um, I called the Jets, which I will not do another game this season. I don't know why you have, but um, I was robbed. I mean, the, by the, the Broncos are terrible, though, dude. They're not. The they're not good. Well, the Chargers robbed me. Come on now, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, they, they definitely did. I mean, they were winning. I think it was like twenty-seven to seven or something like that. I was like, "How did yeah. you lose this?" Yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, funny enough, we only had one pick of the week, and actually two, if you want to include the pennies, the pennies Eagles call. Um, but uh, but yeah, you you had the only pick of the week. Uh, be easy with the Chiefs. Obviously, I was going to take the Patriots. Yeah, but uh, but that was that was a good call. That was a good call, you homer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's well. That's you know, it's a double edged sword. We pick we pick on Tuesdays, man. It's it's tough, man. Yeah, you got like there's there's people that talk so much trash on our Instagram posts, like. Oh my God, these guys are horrible. The the Colts, oh, all of a sudden the Colts are the best NFL team in the in the league. Like, please, dude, your your kicker kicked third. What was it, thirteen points? Get the fuck out of here with that nonsense. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's for you, Colts fans. You're not going anywhere, dude. I'm heated. Anyways, yeah, and and I thought the Colts were. <laughs> Could you, could could you imagine to this day, right? Three, look at us now, three years ago, four years ago, almost like saying, saying the Colts were bad and the Titans were, were destined for playoff glory. Hey, I just think the Colts are going to try to get at them, but I mean, this is their division. It's still the Titans division. I think the Colts are going to try to get in their way. Well, doesn't look like the Texans will so far, but anyways, we will get to the results. And here they are. Duke with his first week win. Yes, sir. The audience is alive and well for Duke. He went 10 and 5. I myself went 9 and 6. Be Easy went 7 and 8. And the Penny went 6 and 9. Noise. So bringing bring wow. our. Wow, our our, yeah, yeah, that does. Um, to bringing our our totals, I am still in the lead at thirty eight and twenty four. Be easy, you are at thirty five and twenty seven. Duke is right up your coattails at thirty two and thirty. Anything can happen this week. And the penny is at twenty eight and thirty four, with the only record under five hundred. This has been a tough season to call. I think I think we were doing a lot better. Um, last year at this point, I really do. I think we had a better idea where the, where the, where the teams were standing. I mean, we've seen games that just aren't supposed to go the way they go. The Browns, Cowboys, um, the Cardinals, uh, the, the bears versus the Colts. That was not, none of that was supposed to happen. Obviously I took the chance with the Pats. Obviously I took the chance with the Jets. BZ, you took the chance with the Chargers and the Texans. We're all taking chances out here, folks. That's what people don't understand is this is a competition between men in an inanimate object that is a penny. You have to understand that there's, there's a big bet going on. I won't disclose the money amount as of, as of this moment, but, but I mean, like, there's, this is a big competition between us, man. We're, we're trying to get risky wins out here. Look at Duke, man. You'll see. 
<laughs> You'll see You'll this man. It. This this man yeah. takes some risky shit. Now I know the Jets are that risky play, but I will not play them again. So I believe, gentlemen, we we move on. We are at the quarter, the quarter point in the season already, and we move on to week five. Beasy, why don't you run us through the games? Let's start with the Thursday night. Thursday night has a pretty good one for us with three and one teams, both being teams starting with B's, the Buccaneers and the Bears. Now the Buccaneers coming off a interesting victory and the Bears coming off an interesting loss. It's time to see who's going to become four and one and who's going to be three and two. Or actually, someone might get a tie in this. It's already happened once this season. But I don't think there's going to be a tie on Thursday night. It's been a long time since that's happened. But, hmm, man. It's a tough game, man. There's a lot of injuries on the Buccaneers' side. They got Gronkowski not practicing. They got Godwin out. Mike Evans is beat up. Scotty Miller's running all over the place. O.J. Howard's out, man. This is going to be a tough one. I, I, I'm going to go with the home team on this, even though, again, there's no crowd. But I'm going to take the Bears for this one. I, I, you know, man, it's, it's tough going against Tom Brady after what we just saw the other night. He's still got the glory in himself. He still wants the wins. Um, it's going to be tough. It looks like he can throw to just about anyone. But I think that this may be the game that, you know, the – Bears do have a good game. I think David Montgomery, this is going to be his chance to shine. Um, And and I'm going to go with the Bears as well, man. I just, I first off, don't want to see Tom Brady win. And second off, I I just think the the Bears will finally make it. And Nick Foles always had and will always have Tom Brady's number. And it seems that we are having some severe technical issues. With the Duke, we can barely hear him. We're not sure yeah. what's going on. We are going to consult our IT guy. Um, we I say get, we got to get Jim in there. Yeah, Jim, get on it, Jim. Jim, get under the desk there, buddy. Play around with the cords a little bit. Do you want to do like sign language and tell us which team you pick? <laughs> I was let, I was letting you have the white space there. I wanted to see what you do with it. <laughs> I mean, we could definitely go that route, man. Just like, just sign it to me. Well, think, it doesn't look like that's gonna happen. I think, for the time I think being. he was gonna go with the Buccaneers because he did seem to be surprised with my Bears pick. He I'm did, sure. and you know, for all intents and purposes, Duke has agreed with you more times than not in the past. I say Bucks to win it. Oh, well, be, be easy. We're certainly right. I uh, was we, right with that. Yeah. I, yeah. Very much so. We both had the Bears and the Penny has the Bucks. This one can pretty much go either way, depending on if Nick Foles shows up or not. Next game. Uh, let's see. Well, the next one that I have here on my lovely docket is going to be the Panthers and the Falcons. One might call this a bit of a toilet bowl. Uh, one team hasn't won any, and the other one is scrambling to try to make things work without their running back. Uh, I think the Falcons finally get it done because, like, I, I don't know, man. Are they 0-5 team? I I'd be baffled if they were, but, I mean, shit. <laughs> would, you, would you be, though? I mean, not truly, but, like, fuck, man. Excuse my language. HR, get on me. Uh, wow. 
Like that'd be real bad. So I, I got to go Falcons. You go go. Uh, you can go Falcons, huh? I am. Wow, I am. I'm. I'm really upset with that, but I. I guess I go Falcons too. I can't. I just can't believe it that ugly. But I will go with John on this one. Falcons. I am absolutely unequivocally not going with the Falcons. Um, I think they their defense is so trash that they can't help themselves, and I think that Matty Ice is done. So I'm going with the Panthers. I'm going with Teddy Bridgewater, Curtis Samuel, and Robbie Anderson going off. Next game, who we got? Let's go with the easy one so we don't have to waste a lot of time. Cardinals and Jets. I'm going Cardinals because why say Jets? Why say Jets? I go Cardinals. Yeah, absolutely not betting on the Jets ever again. And watch, this will be the game they do it. Uh, I, no, I really doubt that. No, I mean, but you know what I'm saying. Cardinals but... are coming off a couple of tough ones. I think they're ready to win again. All right, fair enough. We got the Cardinals across the board, including the Penny. Next Ooh, game. Penny even knows what's up. The yes, Eagles sir. are going to be playing the Steelers. We got a battle in PA, baby, Pennsylvania. Now the Eagles somehow mustered a victory after a tie. Are they getting better? I don't know. But I still think the Steelers are going to take this one. Steel, Yeah, I got to go Steelers, too, on this one, man. Yeah, we're, get, we're getting the easy ones out of the way. That's a clean <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, I'm going Steelers, too. The Eagles should not be leading that division right now. Well, they really should not. But you know what? Let's get a tough one in there. Another 10 o'clock one. Very tough. This one's going to be close to home. We got the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans. I got to go. Oh, go. Oh, oh, sorry. I was going to take the helm there. Um, I have the Bills. I have Josh Allen leading oh. them to a victory, as well as Devin Singletary. And I'm pretty sure Zach Moss is back. I, this is no slight on your team, Duke. You guys are going to put up a great game. I, I think it might be the game of the week. But I, I'm going to go with the Bills in this one. I'm going to go with, with my division here. Ooh, I'm going on the contrary. I don't think it's going to be a good game because the Titans have not been allowed to practice. They have not been out on the field. They have not been, you know, preparing. That's, like that's fair. I forgot would. about that part. <laughs> so I think the Buffalo Bills are going to go in there and unfortunately deliver them with their first loss of the season of no real faults of their own. It's just, you know, a situation that is happening outside the world of football that has affected them and their play on the field because of it. And I, unfortunately, I just feel like the week off is not going to really help them uh, as much as it would later on in the season. Because um, you go against my team, I appreciate that, because that means we're probably going to win. So I'm going to go Titans, man, just because, you know what? Hey, I got to be a homer, man. I got to be a homer, man. Well, speaking of being a homer, it's time for me to do it. My team is playing the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the Chiefs and Raiders are going to be playing another 10 o'clock game, and I think this one is going to be all Chiefs all the way. As a matter of fact, the Chiefs apparently are favored to win every game for the rest of the season. Not surprised. Uh, but, right, I mean, you guys had that, I'm sure, for decades. Get yeah, off our dude. back. Once, so you're the, <laughs> once you're the Super Bowl winner, man, it's it's game. Yeah. It's hands down every game. Wow. I, I mean, it's, I just – I just finally got to experience that. But, but anyway, I'm going to go Chiefs all the way on this one. Duke, who you got? Uh, to be safe, 
go Chiefs. I mean, I don't care if you're safe or not, man. You can be. I, I gotta be safe. I gotta go Chiefs, right. buddy. Chiefs. All right. Yeah, listen, I'd love to take the Raiders in this game. I think the Raiders will play better than the Pats did only because it's division, and we know how that division plays. But I'm going to go Chiefs as well. We're, we're just all in agreement with most games this weekend, I think. We'll have a couple couple coming up that I think could, could cause for uh, some contrary beliefs. But, yeah, Chiefs across the board besides the, the penny. All right. Well, this one's got the Rams and the Washington team. Uh, the Washington team, as you all know, won their first game of the season, but unfortunately have not been winning since. The Rams have only dropped one this year. They won a close one against the Giants, but sometimes you play down to your competition. But if you play down too far, your competition might snatch one up. And I have a feeling it's not going to happen this time. I think oh, the Rams I was still about to go trap this. game, trap game. I think the Rams are going to still get this one. Uh, I think Washington is still just missing a few things. I think they can beat some teams. Actually, you know what? Let's do it. Actually, I want to go Washington because, as I just realized, I don't think the Rams have beaten anybody of any substantial uh, credibility. They've only beaten they've beaten the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. All those teams we know are bad. Ah, I mean, one of those got one of those teams is is a division leader right now. Yeah. So <laughs> you know what? Just to be frisky, I'm gonna say Washington. Let's see what they can do. All right. Well, I am absolutely not going to say Washington. I'm going what? Rams. I what? still think I still think they're a good team, and I still think Washington has some work to do. Although they played well last week, I'm gonna play it safe with you. And I'm going to pick the Rams. Um, I just don't believe in Washington right now. So no, I understand. I understand. I, I, I got to get at least one win over I it. feel like the only times Washington is going to win is when you don't believe in them. And, like, th- this is, like, one of those where it's like, eh, no one believes in you, and then they'll somehow, like, get real squirrely and something, something will happen. I think maybe Goss' baby hands will eventually come out. Um, <laughs> next on the docket, we've got the Cincinnati Bungles, or Bengals against – the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to take this one hands down. I don't care if Burrow finally got his victory. I think this one's not going to go his way. You're wrong, John. Burrow's going to get his second victory in Bengals. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow, dude. Really? You've lost it. Really, yes. I got to go out and limb on this one, man. And if the limb falls, it falls. But so be it. Well, the, the moose was no. talking about your picks earlier. So <laughs> no, I guess no, no. I love how sometimes Duke just like on purpose provides absolutely zero analysis and just says, I'm going with my gut. Bang. Right? At least I at He's least I said the Rams didn't beat anybody. You just Honest- went with the team. It's like my favorite thing about Duke, I think, to be completely honest. Hey, man, Stranger Things and sports have always happened, okay? Tom Brady winning six championships. How strange is that? Okay, all right. Now so much is being bitter. All right. Now, I ain't uh, bitter. I'm just saying. It's... Who, who you got, Moose? Yeah, no, I, I, um, I have the Ravens in this one, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, the reasonable people pick the Ravens. Now, after that, we've got the Jaguars and the Texans, two teams that aren't doing too great in their division. Jacksonville has uh, squeaked off one but hasn't been able to get any more. Even though their offense has been producing, they're just not getting enough done to win the games. And the Texans, well, I mean, they're a dumpster fire that now has good old Romeo right at the helm. Hey, you know what, man? Um, I got to say, man, 
No, not that one. I'm sorry. Oh, no. That's Romeo, dude. Romeo's going to lead this team to the promised land and give them to at least eight and eight. Oh, I mean, I don't know about that. But I think they can finally get their first victory. It's Jacksonville. It's a divisional game. Jacksonville's not that good. I mean, they're good enough to compete in football, but they're not good enough to really, like, beat a team that just got rid of their head coach. So I think this is going to be one for the Texans. I think that the Jaguars will win. Um, and most of the reason – listen, Romeo Cornell, you're exactly right. He's going to be a great coach. He's a great dude. The players respect him. Two weeks ago, from everything I read, the Texans were lost in that locker room with Bill O'Brien, and they even blew up in practice. Um, although I'd love to see Deshaun get his first win, I just think that Jaguars offense will be able to, to create loopholes in that, in that Texans defense, and I think Minshew's going to take this game in Houston, and they're going to go 0-5, and then it's really, really going to start to blow now, up. You, you don't know sports, man. This is, an emotional, this is an emotional week for them, okay? They got a new coach. They're going to play all out for Romeo, and I'm sorry, Minshew's just not going to do it this week. All he right. Lock him up, man. But now it's he just the perfect man. storm, unfortunately, but, for Minshew to lose. He's walking into something he can't win. He can't win. That, man. It's like the Texans. That's why they chose this week to fire him. That's fair. But I, I don't know sports, but I didn't pick the Bengals. So we move on to hey, the last you know one. What of I, my game. <laughs> I know life, man. Sports is life. That's all it is. Oh, that's fair. That's all fair. right. Next on the docket, we've got the Dolphins playing my the man. 49ers. I think we're going to have to say that this should be a game for the Niners, even though. When you think that, they keep losing. Uh, I still think I'm going to have to say the Niners in this one. The Dolphins, even though they keep showing some spunk, I just don't know what the hell's actually happening from drive to drive. So I'm still going to go with the Niners because at least they halfway look like they know what they're trying to do. Niners. Uh, yeah, Niners across the board. And I'm sorry, that's, that's not our last 1 o'clock game. We do have one more. Yeah, it's technically at 125, uh, so Whatever. I guess it's a little later in the day. So you weren't, like, completely wrong with it being a 1 o'clock game. You were just kind of wrong with the 1 o'clock. Whatever. Uh, the other 1 o'clock games Come on now. are on. the Colts and the Browns. Shut up. Colts and Browns. Move <laughs> it on. Uh, I think I got the Colts uh, beating the Browns on this one, uh, this beautiful 125 in the afternoon game. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's a Colts one. I think it's a Colts one. Oh, okay. Well, here's my take. Baker's going to light that defense up, boy. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It goes Baker down the field. Yes, to show that the Colts defense just is not that good. And you're not oh. going with Philip Rivers. Well, I definitely don't agree with that last statement, but I think that the Colts offense is so bad that they will not be able to score defense uh, or points on this subpart defense. So I'm going to go Browns. Um, I think I think they showed enough promise that I can take I can take them again. I can I can wear that Baker Mayfield jersey behind me a little more proudly this week. All right, I don't think you will, but that's just my personal belief. Next on this, we've got the Giants and the Cowboys divisional game. Cowboys are reeling, and I think this is just what they need, the terrible, terrible Giants. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys because no one's losing to the Giants this year. 
I go Giants, man. I think the Cowboys no. are out of control, dude. No. Somehow they're going to like screw this game up, dude. No. Because they watched Cowboy Nation cry one more week and to lose to the Giants would be. Dude, just no. 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 I refuse. I mean, I refuse. That is about the worst pick I've ever heard you give. <laughs> Because you're literally wow. going against a team that cannot move the ball for for any reason. And guess at all. who their offensive coordinator is? Jason Garrett, Mr. Claps. Yeah, like come on, dude. Like he's not good. First you can't, off, you can't, they're gonna know everything he's going to be calling. I refuse to let everything, you take that pick. I, I would everything he's going pick. to be calling, they will know. If the Giants score more than three, I will be surprised. Listen. Dak, damn, checked out. He's like, I'm gonna find myself another team. I'm you out. said he checked out. Daniel Jones can't throw for more than 200 yards again. Dude, Dak is making a statement. He's too good to be on this team right now. He needs to transfer. I, don't know, man. I like that. Crazy. I like that a lot. He's I like that. He's man. too good to be on this team. He's throwing 500 yards again. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. And he's still uh, lost. How do you do that? You throw for 500 yards. Yeah, but he still shows heart. Okay. Yeah, Daniel their Jones is heart on a good team. Hey, you know what? That heart's yeah. probably gonna get him a victory against probably the worst team in. Well, he needs, to stop, he needs to stop that heart this week because you know why? You need to trade. You need to go to Jerry Jones' office and be like, you know what, Jerry? I'm tired of your old man shit. I'm done. I'm, okay, I'm, done. I'm tired of your old man these, shit. Dak, Dak Prescott, if you're listening, these are terrible takes. Do not. I hope your agent. <laughs> Dak, I support you. I, support I hope your agent is much better than this man. Uniform to win like you did. At Do Oak. not follow in the footsteps of Duke Thompson. Just go get your victory, buddy. Uh, Seamus, who are you going with? There? Yeah, obviously the Cowboys. CD right, Lamb is lighting it up, and they're going to let Zeke eat this week. Yes, I think so. I think there will be a feast on the poor little Giants. Now, next we got the Broncos and the Pats. Little, little Giants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those little Giants. <laughs> from Maruski, uh, man. That's where it came right. from, baby. It's true, baby. It's true. Uh, so we got Broncos and Pats. I got to go Patriots on this because the Broncos got their one victory for a little while. Uh, I think they're going to be uh, living off that for a minute. Uh, this is just a practice game. So I go Pats. I'm telling you right now, if we lose to Brett Rippon or that other joke, Jeff Driscoll, this weekend, I, I don't care who's starting at QB for us. Julian Edelman could start at QB for us and win this game. In fact, I think we should move him to QB because he can't catch a ball right now. I'm going Patriots all day. Damian Harris was an absolute wrecking ball this weekend. Finally got to see the kid, man. You guys, you understand, like, when you get a first or second round pick that doesn't come on the field for a year plus, like, it feels so good to finally see that guy on the field. So I'm happy for him. He played a great game. I hope he gets the – the, the rest of the touches, the rest of the year, and and I think we're going to bury the Broncos. Yeah, I don't think he could catch the clap at a fraternity formal. Um, oh, man. It, <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Kid uh, apologizes for the F word, but he's talking about the clap around here. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wait, uh, I'm getting a call from HR. Oh, oh we uh, oh, voice Voicemail. Okay, okay, good. Good. De- definitely go straight to voicemail. Christ. All right. Uh, <laughs> Duke, did we get yours on that one? I think you said the pads, right? Yeah, I said the pads. I'm a high, maybe, but I'm not that high. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, we got Vikings and Seahawks for our Sunday night game. Uh, you, it, 
looked better on paper before the season started, I know, and right now it doesn't look very good. Uh, there should be a lot of offense in this game because the Seahawks can't stop anything, but no one can stop them. Uh, so I think the Vikings are going to lose one in a very exciting shootout, uh, but I still think the Seahawks pull this one out. Man, listen, I, before I go, I just want to say I wish this Vikings defense was better, but I'm, I'm going to let Duke answer because I have a feeling it, the look on his face, he's got a shitty little grin, and I know what he's going to say, and I'm waiting for him to say it. <laughs> I'm going to go Vikings, man. Yeah! Because that defense is horrible, and I think that the, like that Jefferson's kid from the Vikings is going to light them up. Because that defense is horrible. I know Russell can't continue at this pace. Although I beat him too. Why? My fans. Well, why can't he? The man does it almost every year with he little to nothing given to Look, him. Look, not every game he can do it. In. I'm not. He did it all last year with garbage. I know. He had no man. offensive line, and he still. Did yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, though, man. The emotional high for the Vikings' victory. Quit discrediting this man. This is one of the only black millionaires to leave a white woman for a black woman. How dare you? Why? You (laughs) you're in your mouth now. (laughs) What the hell is wrong with you, man? Like, I'm just saying. Like, I'm picking the damn games, dude. It's not a racial issue, Jonathan. Okay? I think it is, man. I think you're going to cousins for a reason. No, dude. You guys are poor tank, dude. I'm just going to say the Vikings because just because, man. Sunday night football can be weird sometimes. I don't know, man. I think you're out here. The, listen, the only the way – look, listen, I want to say the Vikings too because the Seahawks fans have been pissing me off, all right? Yeah, watch them lose, dude. But listen, I can't keep picking against this man. I can't. The only way the Vikings win is if they give Justin Jefferson free reign to run whatever route he wants deep and Kirk Cousins just throws the ball 50 yards at a time. But, like, I think Jamal Adams is probably good to play. I don't know. But the Seahawks are just oh – God, I can't, you can't pick against them right now, and I'm not going to. But, man, I, I do like this game a lot more than, than – it's going to be a shootout. Oh, yeah, I expect this, again, to be a high-scoring game. Both defenses fan- are trash. Yeah, if you have fantasy players in this one, which I do. Ooh. Fire them up. I'm so excited. My, my – Pants are soiled. Now, speaking of uh, soiling yourself, these two teams on our Monday night game often have been doing that this year. By losing games, you really think they should be winning, but then they soil themselves and decide to lose. These teams are going to be your Los Angeles Chargers and your New Orleans Saints. Which one of these teams that doesn't like to win is going to finally win? (laughs) I don't know. I do. Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints because yeah. it's the better pick. But let's be honest, both of these teams just like to lose. I don't disagree with you. Um, hmm. I guess my point would be that Alvin Kamara is a beast. Michael Thomas is about to be back. Um, and the Chargers just lost Eckler. And he was a huge part of their running game and their passing game. I know Keenan Allen's on a stretch. I'm not positive – that Justin Herbert keeps starting. What Lynn was saying this week so far in, conf- in, in you know press conferences has not been on the side of Justin Herbert starting the rest of the year every game. Now, I hope he does because he's fun to watch. 
But I but, mean, but either way, dude, the Saints' victories are not impressive. They've beaten the Lions and the Buccaneers. Drew Brees like, constantly looks frantic. He needs yeah. to take an Adderall or something, dude, because it's like he looks nervous. His hands are moving, his legs are moving everywhere. And the and it's Chargers' not- defense is going to come after him. I mean, they came after Brady in the whole half, and unfortunately, I don't know what happened in the second. But yeah. they were they were on him, and they had that offense pretty much locked up. If they can do that for a full game against this shaky Drew Brees, they could pull it off. I'm still going Saints, but I still think the Chargers could piss me off in this one. Same. I'm going to go Saints. Thanks. Sh- whatever, man. Stupid. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Dude. Come on. Let it go. Michael Thomas ain't out there saving his ass. <laughs> let it go, dude. I like the Chargers this one for the upset, man. Wow. I like them. Are they playing in Saints? Yeah, they're playing indoors at the at. Oh, still, it's still gonna be. I don't know, man. Breeze looks scared out there. I gotta go Chargers. Wow, it's because he didn't have his main man, man. He didn't have all catch Mike. I don't care. How how many years? Whatever, dude. He didn't even throw to him in the first game. I don't even want to hear that shit. Nah, dude, that have a little. I have him on my fantasy team, and he's on at least one of my leagues, and he's been real sore spot for me man because without him I, I mean i've been losing some close games where like he could have given me the points i know he mm. could have i know man i lost to oh, joe man. last week by double digits 50 something points dude damn you got blown up hey that's blown, hey, if, it, if it makes you feel any better dude i beat him by like 70 the week before that so oh, thank you dude but still to lose to joe, i mean you could always you could always tune in sunday mornings with moose on Facebook Live. Oh, that's right. Tinker with my team and mess it all up. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You know what we were talking about? You're the reason I have Swift in one of my leagues, dude, and I have to watch that dude like crazy, man. I have to no. watch him like crazy. Trade that man for anything you can get. Trade him for Damian Harris. He has no value. Yes, he does. You can get him for anybody that's crap. You have, the man has no value. Okay, yeah, drop his ass. Me. Drop that ass. No, I can't yeah. drop him because it depends on who they're playing and how <sighs> they want to play. <sighs> and I have to like yeah. look this up beforehand and dude. see. It, it, it sucks, dude. But if do I you have to? Do right, you have to start him like every week? No. Oh, but good. I, okay. But I, but God, I have, to, I but like... I have to figure out when to use him because like they will use him on certain games. Like I've noticed, like either they'll use him or they won't. Or they'll use Peterson or they won't. Like it's fucking Russian roulette with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying yeah. to figure out which defenses they like to use who against and trying mm-hmm. to figure out the style of defense they want which running back for, which is mm. stupid. How many teams in this league? 12? Uh, I think it's 10. Is it my league? Uh, no, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, your league. What is it? You my league, boy. You know, I started. Because you want a championship in A it? championship, man. That's right. That's more that you have. Get out of here. That's more you have. Hey, I've made more yeah. appearances in the chip, baby. I've made hey, more. I didn't choke in the chip, though, baby. Hey, but I'm getting there, baby. I'm representing I'm the that. Buffalo Bills of this league, baby. Uh, <laughs> I get there and I shit the bed. All right. Sweat. Speaking cool. of crap in the bed, dude. I got Do my- we have a puppy dog of the week? No, uh, we have happy fan base, sad fan base. All right, let's get into that. Yes. Well, for my first one, I'm going to have to go for the sad fan base. And I got only one sad fan base this week. That's the Cowboys. You lost to the Browns. Like, have some pride, okay? Like, you got Dak. You got Ezekiel. And this ain't 1990s with Troy and Smith and Irving Ketchy, man. So it's time to grow up, cowboy fans, and move on. 
because you don't want to become the Steelers fans and live off those past Super Bowls, do you? But let Dak go, Jerry. Let, let Dak go, okay? Roger Staubach was a guy. <laughs> well, happy fan base. I got to go for the Browns. Hey, you got a little bit of happiness this week. You are oh week and one since 1990. That's right. Oh I was just, God. we were wee little lads, and uh, Browns had to start three and one since 1990. Hey, Moose wasn't even alive yet at that time. <laughs> I wasn't. So, we're going to say good for you guys, and maybe you'll get to eight and eight and get a taste of what it could be to be in the playoffs. Oh, and don't, do them like that. don't do them like that. Dude, they had a 7-8-1 and one season recently. They can at least get above that. Come on now. Let's give them hope. Give them at least a 9-6. and six. Well, I did. That's happy fan base for them this week. But you gave them an 8-8. Eight and eight. Like, you gave them a happy hey, fan base. That is a happy fan base after all but, these years, dude. Come on, dude. They went 7-8-1. and one. They had, They've had their like, mediocrity. They need to get above that hump. You got, dude, you've got to go mediocrity for a while before you get over that hump. Oh, come on. Give them, give them hope. Give them hope. Get, I don't want to give them hope, man, because I'm going to crush it. But I'll, I'll celebrate with They're them. supposed to be a happy fan base. And you, like, they are like, happy fan bases. kicked half a nut. Like you, like, like, it, it, with it being still a happy fan base, you still kicked half a nut. That's not right, dude. You still, like, you still okay. slighted him. I apologize for that little uh, tap. So, you know, yeah. I, I apologize for that Browns fans. Um, yeah. You know, that was just disrespectful. I'm right. Sorry. You didn't have to. You didn't have to give an eight and eight at the end. You could have. You could have <laughs> just left that blank. You didn't even have to say nothing. You're uh, like, ah, yeah. you're three and one, but expect some shit down the road, baby. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Good Lord. Hey, can I throw a notable mention in there for, for happy fan base? Go ahead. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, we'll get, we'll get the music. Yeah, going, give me the man. music. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a happy time. I got my Rangers jersey on during football season, man. Yes. Happy fan base. The New York Rangers may win a Stanley Cup in the next three to four years or sooner. We got the number one pick tonight, Alexis Lafreniere. The, the Empire State Building's lit up. Everything's lit up in New York. It's an exciting time to be a Ranger fan. I'm oh, so glad this team did so not. So y'all had the number one pick, but y'all didn't pick the brother. No, we did not because there was a mm. clear number one, and it was not that handsome-looking man that is also really good at hockey. It oh, was Alexis, Alexi Lafreniere. My God, I am pumped. Mm. Well, I'm disappointed. Yeah, they had a chance to pick a brother first well we still have a brother though we got keandre miller man he's filthy yeah well you know you had a chance to miss like this wayne gretzky type of pick no dude like the kid is uh no i'm sorry i'm sorry man that kid had a chance that kid was born with skates on man it was a difficult delivery they could they could they could have been groundbreaking they could have been like and the first pick is a brother. And I mean, you know, I mean, that nope. place would have, everybody would shit themselves. All of everybody New York would have rioted tonight. And it's not because of what you think. Mm. <laughs> it's because you don't want to, that's like passing up on Patrick Mahomes, man. You know? I'll tell you what happens, man. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. I hope homie does turn into the next Patrick Mahomes. I Me hope too. he goes out there and Me threads too. it, just trashes it up. And so the Rangers look back at it and oh. they'd be like, maybe we should have picked him. And I'd be like, oh. that's right. No, I was talking right. about the other guy, dude. Yeah, I know you were, but I was talking about the brother. Yeah, you know what, dude? Right. Uh, <laughs> down, yeah, okay, this is the next Wayne Gretzky. 
Yeah, what supposedly. Whatever, dude. Yeah, and Crosby was injured like because he was a little fragile, frail piece of broken glass. If he was the if the goons were around, they would have torched his ass. Yeah, whatever, man. I mean, look, he should have more chips, I feel, with the with the penguins than he's given him. You know, he was supposed to be the, the next Gretzky himself and look at him. Oh, I'm injured. Oh my poor little wrist. Someone bruised my butt cheek. Anyway, you know uh, what too though about Quentin Byfield is that he's playing for the Kings, so I immediately have to not like him, which is sad because I'm happy for him. God, look at this. That's right, man. We talked on hockey. You better, I better see a jersey on you, a Quentin Byfield. You're like his number one fan right now, be easy. And he's in your city. He's playing in your city. You better pick up that jersey quick, son. He doesn't even have a. uh, he doesn't even have a Mahomes jersey, man. Another Kansas City Chiefs jersey. I don't. I, mean, I was bought look, out with a Mahomes jersey a few years ago, but he didn't take it. I, Did I, I, I will get a Mahomes jersey. I just I couldn't do it until after he won a Super Bowl because I was scared to. Was you need scared. that Super Bowl edition too. You have to at right? this point. Like I can't. I was scared. I didn't want to buy it, and then he never gave it to me, and then I have to like you know throw it out into the street one day and, and let dogs after it. You know. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll never let that happen, you know, not to my sweet biracial baby, you know, uh, Patrick is the best thing that's ever happened to the Kansas City Chiefs in a long time. Anyway, folks, I think that's going to be another episode of the Ricky Williams trilogy before I start weeping and crying about Patrick Mahomes bringing me the you know joy that I never received in my childhood. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify. You can also find us by typing in fumblerooskysports.com and everything under that blanket will be us. It'll be not only this, but Money Mouth, the podcast in which we talk about gambling and making money. Um, Let's see. Also, you can find us on YouTube. Almost forgot that one. Did I forget anything else, dude? Let me other place they can find us. Spotify, my friend. I said Spotify. Oh, did you? My bad. I wasn't paying attention. Damn it. Now you're make just now you're just making me look <laughs> foolish. I was I went for your help and you're like, hey, did you forget this one? I was like, but I had that one. That hurts. Uh, before we head out, is there anything you'd like to say, Moose? Go Patriots, man, and whoever playing quarterback for him, I guess. Uh, go Titans, and of course, go Chiefs, led by Patrick Mahomes, who's going to have a little child soon. And he's also, or she's also, going to rule this beautiful world with their soft, like, linen hands because they won't have to do any real work. And we're out.